Atlas Copper Group, we strive to be the most attractive industrial tech company in our segments and target markets. Our strong culture of innovation is a result of having great people on board, committed and encouraged to grow and reach their full potential. With the belief that passionate people make the difference, the People Podcast is one channel where we get to explore and deep dive into topics within people and culture. For those of you who listened to our previous episodes, welcome back. We release new episodes on a quarterly basis and the program today is our 14th release. I'm Cecilia Sandberg, Head of HR for the Atlas Copper Group, and with me I have Dorna Eriksson Shafi, VP Talent and Learning for the group. Our topic today will be Unlocking talent by identifying and maximizing potential. We will explore the difference between performance and potential and how to define and assess each. Super exciting stuff. Please join us. Dorna, most welcome to our last People Podcast episode for 2023. Wow, thank you. Time flies. And looking out the window, the crispy white snow here in Stockholm makes me long for the beautiful holiday season in front of us. It is beautiful indeed. And before taking some well-deserved time off, we're here today to deep dive into the topic of potential. Mm -hmm. How do we define it? What makes it different from performance? And is it something we can develop and grow? Shall we perhaps start by defining what we mean by potential, Dorna? For sure. So potential refers to an individual's latent capacity for growth and development. It includes the untapped abilities and skills that individuals possess but may not have fully realized yet. Mm. Assessing potential also involves identifying the capability to acquire new skills, take on additional and broadened responsibilities, and contribute to the organization's goals in the future. So make it clear, potential is forward-looking and focuses on what an individual can become with the right development opportunities. Exactly. So now I'm guessing our listeners would like to know how this is different from performance then. Mm -hmm. Would you elaborate a bit on this one? Of course, and a very important question to address, because while potential is forward-looking, performance relates to the actual results or achievements of an individual in their current role. It reflects how well an individual has executed tasks, met goals, and delivered on expectations. Performance is therefore often evaluated based on past or present accomplishments, Mm -hmm. and is a measure of what an individual has demonstrated in terms of skills and productivity. So in summary, potential is about untapped capabilities and future development, Mm -hmm. while performance is an assessment of actual accomplishments and contributions in the current or past context. Correct. And we know that organizations often consider both potential and performance when making decisions about talent, such as promotions, development Mm. opportunities, and succession planning. Why is measuring and developing potential crucial then for organizational success in your view, Cecilia? Well, research has constantly shown that focusing solely on current performance can lead to missed opportunities, actually. By understanding and nurturing future potential, organizations can adapt to changing demands, foster innovation, and stay ahead in a rapidly evolving business landscape. Mm, Very true. And in addition to that, measuring and developing potential in an organization is crucial for talent optimization, so placing individuals where their strengths and potential align. 
It's also key for strategic workforce planning and leadership development, which translates into identifying and then preparing future leaders for key roles. Mm, I fully agree. Finally, I would stress that measuring and maximizing potential is key for attracting and retaining top talent by investing in growth. I guess the question then is, how do we objectively assess potential? Well, mm, traditional methods often rely on subjective evaluations or performance metrics, which will not capture the full spectrum of an individual's future capabilities. Research actually tells us here that only about 30% of high performers are also high potentials. A more scientific approach would therefore involve using validated assessments, incorporating cognitive and personality tests Mm -hmm. to provide a more comprehensive and holistic understanding of an individual's potential. Hmm. So only 30% of high performers are also high potentials. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very interesting insight and one to remember when evaluating talent. Mm. And of course, it's not just about identifying talent, but also to offer development. How does the approach to development of potential differ from that of performance? What are your thoughts here? Well, performance development often focuses on refining existing skills Mm -hmm. and competencies. In contrast, potential development is about creating that environment that encourages learning, experimentation, and the acquisition of new skills. It's a more proactive and forward-thinking approach that aligns with the dynamic nature of the modern workplace. I fully agree. So with a focus on future growth, development of potential looks at how to nurture skills that may not be fully realized yet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that leads to a broad range of learning opportunities. This could include training programs, mentorships, stretch assignments and experiences that expose individuals to new skills and responsibilities. Mm. And I believe it's about being open to take some calculated risks as well, right? Yes, indeed. We typically say hire for potential and train for skills. Mm -hmm. Uh, Actually, one of my absolute favorite (laughs) quotes. Um, If this is the case, then we need to remember that developing potential is a long-term investment. Mm. It acknowledges that individuals may not currently possess all the skills needed for expanded responsibilities, but that they can acquire them through sustained effort, a learning mindset, and critical experiences over time. Mm, Absolutely. Individuals identified with high potential should be given stretch assignments or projects that push them beyond their current comfort zone. That is also how we keep them engaged and motivated. This encourages them to develop new skills, take on new challenges, and learn from experiences that might involve a higher degree of risk. Yes, and I also firmly believe that development based on potential is closely tied to fostering a growth mindset. So individuals are encouraged to believe in their capacity for improvement Mm -hmm. and to view challenges as opportunities for learning and growth. Mm, Indeed. Cultivating a culture that encourages a growth mindset will foster resilience, adaptability, and a willingness to take on new challenges, which of course is all about nurturing potential, right? Yes. And to bring it home then and put this into contrast with performance development, this tends to be more focused on improving current job-related skills and achieving short to medium-term goals. Mm. Performance development involves feedback on past performance, addressing immediate skill gaps, and ensuring that individuals meet or exceed current job requirements. 
So to summarize, while both potential and performance uh, development are equally valuable, Mm. they require distinct approaches due to their different orientations and goals. So what future trends do we see in this space then? Yeah, I think the future lies in the integration of advanced technologies such as AI Mm. and machine learning to refine our ability to assess and develop potential. Additionally, a continued emphasis on diversity and inclusion will play a crucial role in ensuring that potential is recognized and cultivated across a wide range of talents and backgrounds. Mm, Indeed. So now that we have made it clear how to differentiate between performance and potential and conditions to grow and maximize potential, let's take a step back and define key criteria for high potential. What does research tell us here, Donna? Mm -hmm. There is actually a lot of research conducted in this area, and time after time it has been proven that the single most important criteria for predicting potential is learning adaptability. So in Mm -hmm. our times of constant change and disruption, people who have the willingness and ability to try new things, face ambiguity and uncertainty with a growth mindset, and learn from those experiences are the ones that will take lead in future-proofing their organizations. I think that's inspiring. It pretty much concludes that a learning mindset and grit are the two key ingredients for potential. Mm. That's powerful and very inclusive way of looking at it. There's no such thing as being born with potential. What you need is to work on your mindset and ability to constantly learn and unlearn. Indeed. I typically get the question, how important is cognitive ability for measuring leadership potential? And although a foundational element of leadership potential, research tells us that cognitive ability alone is nowhere near enough of a predictor of Mm. potential. Mm. Personality is an equally foundational element here. So how leaders engage with their motivations, their work, and their teams and colleagues, and what behaviors they demonstrate directly contribute to or derail their success. So the Harvard Business Review report that most leaders who fail to progress do so not because of cognitive concerns, but because of derailing behaviors or a misfit with the culture of their company. Mm, I think that's extremely interesting. I think you just managed to kill a common myth about potential now, Dorna. (laughs) Well, at your service. (laughs) So believe it or not, Dorna, we are approaching the end. Should we leave our listeners with some key takeaways? Yes. Let's do that. So the current talent landscape, and even more so the future one, requires us to hire for potential and train for skills, which means that we need to be clear on the difference between potential and performance. Mm -hmm. Appreciating the forward-looking nature of potential with key ingredients being a learning mindset and grit requires us all to take more calculated risks when it comes to hiring and retaining talent. Experience and past performance is no good prediction of potential. So true and well put, Dorna. I have truly enjoyed, as always, our conversation (laughs) today. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. And to our listeners out there, thanks for tuning in to another episode of our People podcast. Happy holidays and a happy new year. Mm -hmm.